0: friends and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It's Meg here as always and that's usually the intro I do without even thinking about it but we actually are changing things up a little bit this week. I don't think I have ever read a poem on the show before but I have had this poem saved for months now, I guess since March. And I love this poem. It reminds me of, or I do think this poem is like a beautiful representation or kind of like description of the work that I do and like the way that I support my clients and um, just like It's really beautiful and it ties into the somatic work that I do, that I offer, that I've been doing for myself personally, and a lot of other people are doing in their own lives. So, anyways, I am going to jump over and just pull up this poem and read it to you. So, it is called Blessing in the Chaos. And this beautiful poem, one of my favorites ever, was written by Jan Richardson. She's an artist and a writer. So, blessing in the chaos. To all that is chaotic in you, let there come silence. Let there be a calming of the clamoring, a stilling of the voices that have laid their claim on you that have made their home in you, that go with you even to the holy places, but will not let you rest, will not let you hear your life with wholeness or feel the grace that fashioned you. Let what distracts you cease. Let what divides you cease. Let there come an end to what diminishes and demeans and let depart all that keeps you in its cage. Let there be an opening into the quiet that lies beneath the chaos, where you find the peace you did not think possible and see what shimmers within the storm. And like I said, that poem really does just remind me of like somatic experiencing, um, that last part when it says... When you find the peace, you did not think possible and see what shimmers within the storm. And a big part of the work that we do in or with somatic experiencing is like noticing the activation and then also finding a place that also doesn't feel so tense or so activated or so dark or so uncomfortable, maybe there's also a place that, like in this poem says, shimmers within the storm. So just really wanted to share that with you today. Um, Somatic experiencing is really a huge part of the work that I do. Like I said, I use it personally and that's the lens that I work through when working and supporting my clients. So today's episode is actually inspired by my clients. So shout out to all of you because you're like my favorite people and you keep my world spinning and I just love you all so much. You mean so much to me. Um, And also I usually don't know the topic of our episode up until like right before because I really give myself a chance to like feel into what I want to talk about in that moment and this is what's coming up for me right now but like I said it is definitely inspired by my clients because last week so like the first week of May essentially I noticed a very apparent theme in all of the sessions that I was having with my clients. I had a full client week and honestly, I think I touched on this topic or this topic was brought up in every single session and if it wasn't every single session, it was like every single session, except for maybe one or two of them. So I thought if this was a theme amongst all of my clients, and this was something that they are going through in their life, I figured, you know, they can't be the only ones that need to hear this message, and that are going through this stuff. And so I thought, well, You know what, I'm gonna record a podcast episode all about this. So here we are. We are talking about going through a phase in your life or a moment in your life or a time in your life where you're feeling like things are entering this time of uncertainty, and it's kind of like you feel like you're entering the unknown. There's so many things up in the air you're not sure answers to things and things just feel very uncertain and like you don't know what's happening and so like I said this was brought up so many times in client sessions this past week and it's generally like brought up because being in this place of uncertainty and the unknown my client's don't really like that. And I wanted to take some time and just like validate how that feels in our body and how that might not feel good being in that uncertainty or the unknown and why that is. But, you know, like one of my clients, she basically said, like, I just feel so broken like is there something wrong with me like why do I have such a hard time with uncertainty and the unknown you know like what is wrong with me why can't I just like embrace this season or let go of all of like my worries and this uncomfortable feeling right you start to get or a lot of people start to get frustrated and feel like there's something wrong with them when they're having a hard time navigating this uncertainty. But the way that I see it is that it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense as to why whenever any of us enter this time in life where things are feeling up in the air, like there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainties, why that can feel very uncomfortable and even like activating or dysregulating for our systems. And the reason is because we have this thing, it's called neuroception. And essentially, I want you to think about it as like this thing that you don't even know that's happening in the background. But what neuroception is, like I said, it's this thing that's happening in the background, but it's constantly scanning for safety and danger safety and danger like it's constantly looking for what's safe and what's danger and this is to support our survival like what a brilliant incredible thing that our nervous system is always doing for us through this thing called neuroception it is constantly keeping us safe And in, like, through that, detecting danger so it can keep us safe. So, constantly scanning between safety and danger and noticing what's safe and what's danger. And the thing about our nervous systems and wanting to protect us from what feels like danger or a threat and moving towards what's safe and what feels good here's the thing about that is that oftentimes what happens is what's familiar can also be like coupled with what's feels safe right so we tend to move like what's familiar often feels what's safe or what is safe to our nervous system so even if we were brought up maybe in a home that there was a lot of maybe rage and anger and fighting. But if this is something that was familiar to our nervous system as a child, while we were developing, this is going to be familiar to the nervous system. And even though logically or cognitively we can see that like as not this like safe environment it's what feels familiar to the nervous system and therefore what essentially feels like air quotes like safe right and so I just that's kind of like an extreme example to what I'm talking about today but I just wanted to give you Kind of an example here of what I mean when I say that our nervous system is always going to want to move towards what's feeling safe and that's often going to be what feels familiar and so going back to the conversations that were coming up in my client sessions this week and how I was saying like Everything that my clients were sharing with me about, you know, feeling very uncomfortable and dysregulated when in this time of uncertainty and how I said that makes so much sense. Right. Because when we're in this place of change, life is changing and there is so many like things up in the air and things are very uncertain That's not this familiar feeling. What's familiar is what's happening right now, right? Or what has been happening. So for an example, maybe you're in a certain job and that's coming to an end and there's this transition or you're in school right now and that's coming to an end. And all of a sudden, as of like next week, you're not in school anymore. So there's so many ways that life can change and our schedules or our routines or, like I said, just life can change. I know one of my friends messaged me about this and she really resonated with what I was saying about moving into this time of uncertainty and feeling really dysregulated about it because she's about to have her daughter, like her very first baby for the first time, and she she really resonated with that saying like, she also feels like, you know, as excited as she is. There's a lot of uncertainties and unknowns and it can feel really activating. So I just wanted to like affirm and validate and put it out there that it makes so much sense if you are living in this time of uncertainty and feeling dysregulated because of it and give you like a little bit of an explanation as to why that is because your nervous system is always seeking safety and often we find this sense of safety in what's familiar even though if what we're moving towards that is new and Bringing up these uncertainties, maybe there's actually not a like true threat or, you know, it's not like actually dangerous. So for an example, one of my clients, she's going to be making a really big move in the coming months. And obviously that brings up huge amounts of uncertainty and therefore also like feeling like dysregulation and activation around that. And that move for her, she knows like cognitively that this is going to be so good for me. You know, she told me that in session, she was going on about all of these positive things she knows in her mind that are going to be so good about the move. Right. But her nervous system can still be entering the state of dysregulation because of this transition, because of these unfamiliar circumstances and these changes. So here's the thing about that and how we support ourselves through this, even when our minds know things are going to be okay, right? We can talk ourselves through like or we can try I should say we can try to you know rationalize things in our mind we can try to think our way through things like I'll just use that client for an example right in that move cognitively she knows all of these amazing things about the move and what it'll bring into her life but if her nervous system is still in this state of dysregulation, no no matter how many times or how many hours we spend talking about it and thinking about how good this move is going to be, that nervous system is still going to be in dysregulation. And why is that? It's because the nervous system actually doesn't communicate in the verbal language, That I'm speaking to you with right now. So, for an example, just listening to this podcast episode, you might leave feeling happy about it or good about it because, you know, I like hanging out with you here every week. But we can think about things and talk about things but that's actually not the language that our nervous system speaks. Our nervous system actually communicates and speaks through the language of felt sense or sensations. And so when we notice that there's this dysregulation coming online or we're in a state of dysregulation, whether that's Experiencing a sympathetic response, so more mobilization energy, some fight or flight energy, or more of like the dorsal vagal, which is more like shut down, freeze. So, when we are in a state of dysregulation, we can't talk our way through that, we can't think our way through that. We have to show our body that things are safe, we have to show our nervous system that things are safe. And so just going back to where we first started this conversation, if you are in a place of a lot of uncertainty and unknowns, and maybe you have been trying to think your way through it or talk your way through it and convince yourself that everything's going to be okay because you know it is, and this isn't actually a real danger, I would suggest starting to see if you can show your body and show your nervous system that things are safe, that things are okay, that things are not dangerous or a threat. And so this is really helpful to lean on your resources during these times and I do want to record a podcast episode next week kind of like a continuation of this episode and talk more about creating resources and how we can actually show our body safety and calm When we're in that state of dysregulation, but I'll leave you with this question today is what would it like when I put that out there, when I share with you that your nervous system doesn't communicate with verbal language like I'm using right now or how you and I would use to communicate back and forth with each other on a day to day. If your nervous system needs to be shown that things are okay, that things are safe, how do you think right now you could show your nervous system that things are okay, that you're okay, that you're safe? I'll leave you with that this week. And I'm curious with what you come up with. And like I said, I will be back next week with a new episode talking about creating resources and bringing in regulation during these times of feeling dysregulated and activated and these specific resources that I'll be sharing next week they don't only have to be used if you're in a place of like uncertainty and unknown you can lean on these resources anytime you notice that you're feeling dysregulated or activated or a common word these days. A lot of people use the word triggered. So when we're triggered, that just simply means that we're in a state of dysregulation or entering a state of dysregulation. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I really hope you can leave This episode today, just knowing that there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. If you're feeling really uncomfortable right now during a time of a lot of uncertainty and unknowns, that is a brilliant response from your nervous system and it makes so much sense. And it's just up to us to show our nervous system that. Things are safe, we're okay, and we're going to get through this. So thanks for being here again this week. I hope you enjoyed the poem at the beginning. Maybe I'll find another one. I actually do have another poem that I heard many, many years ago, and it was amazing, and I cannot locate it. Now. So I'm going to be on a hunt for this, but if you like poems at the beginning, um, please let me know because, yeah, if I come across a good poem, I might read it. So have a great rest of your week, my friends. It's Wednesday if you're listening to this live, and it is beautiful here in Saskatchewan where I live. It's like summer weather. And I have a full client week this week, and I'm just feeling really grateful to be working with so many amazing women. So if you are looking for support in your healing journey through a somatic and parts work lens, and you feel like maybe you and I would be a really good fit to work together, I do have my contact info in the show notes below and i am currently accepting new clients and i would love to work with you how that works is you would just reach out to me through email we would schedule a discovery call we'd chat a little bit get to know each other and just make sure we would be a good fit and then we'd start working together if everything feels right so don't hesitate you can always send me an email ask me questions And thank you so much again for being here and I'll be back next week.